Miss my true love gave to me. This is going to be excellent. No, please no. don't. No. Let me interrupt you. Four calling birds, three. We know what Evan. We know okay. Evan. Okay. Ready, set, go. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. This is going excellently. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtles, and a partridge in a pear tree. You guys, if you if you could pick out my audio segments from that, I was singing excellently. <laughs> yes, it actually is. Yes, it is. I can look it up in the dictionary. No. Which is right there. No. Why do you keep yes. Because I'm a nerd. <laughs> All right. the marker cap? I, I haven't finished. I I haven't stopped the episode yet. <laughs> oh, I knew that. Uh, yeah, you knew that, Dana. You definitely knew that. All right, so um, today we're going to be talking about the fourth book in the Flavia de Luce series, which is I Am Half Sick of Shadows. It's, it's the title of the book. The titles are weird. Um, I like the titles. They're cool. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Okay, Dana, what were your first thoughts besides titles being cool? Um, it was good. I kind of thought, um, that the actor was going to be the one who was going to die, because she just seemed like the perfect person to be killed, <laughs> you know? I know. Like, I, I kind of wish she'd survived, even though she was, like, super entitled and abused Bun, or, but I, I kind of wish she'd survived, because she was actually, she got really... But she got along really well with Flavia. That's like, you know, two people that Flavia has really gotten along well with that she's lost. Mm-hmm. Metaphorically or literally. Um, so that's that's kind of sad. But I kind of liked her character. And I was kind of sad when she died. Yeah. And made it all the worse, like, reading through the book. Like, knowing for a fact that she died. Mm. And it was kind of heartbreaking to, like, oh, love you be like, oh, here's someone who actually likes the stuff I like because there's no one like that in my life. Yeah, and she was like, she even said that she didn't like um, Flavia's, she didn't like our, um, Ophelia, what? and she was like, oh, older sisters are the worst, and was like, yeah, was actually saying, like, I get people, because, like, Flavia constantly feels like she's, like, everyone doesn't get her, and that they're all, they are, everything gets blamed on her, but, like, she was finally someone that kind of understood. 
Also, Flavio was kind of dumb for misinterpreting the Who's Who article because Phyllis had said that she had an older sister that was six, like a six years back. That she had had an older sister, but the Who's Who article only listed the person that Flavia thought was Phyllis having brother. Mm. Okay, I only just realized that. I'm not sure why, but yeah, me too. Flavia, you're smarter than that. Um, and also, I I think that her sisters are getting a little better, only a little, but I feel like. Daphne is getting is slowly getting a lot better than Ophelia, and starting to like Daphne a little more. And Feely's comment about it would be a lot easier if I hated you. What do you think of that? I don't know. I'm very confused as what that means. Like, what do you mean you don't hate her? You act like so much. Like, There's some stuff that goes on. These next two books. There's some stuff. Yeah, I think we're starting to really, like, talk about and realize all the feelings that are going on in the family, and we're going to start seeing more of all those feelings. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Anne Felicity? Just putting that out there. Oh, I think she's just the character that's kind of, I thought she was kind of suspicious though, a little bit when she said she heard arguing after, no, never mind, because, yeah, because it was, that was arguing, there were two people that were killing, so yeah, those two people were arguing, but I thought she was suspicious. And it's implied that they don't really get along too well, despite having common goals. Well, I think she's okay person that's just kind of there. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Um, I thought it was kind of oh. cool how this was like a Christmas special kind of thing. Oh, wait, what are you going to say? Oh, I was going to say that, um, like that, the inspector is starting to kind of, like, be like, you're pretty cool, and liking her a little more. Like, he starts being, allowing her to, she, he slowly, he slowly eating, he slowly, like, I don't know how to say this, but he's being nicer to Flavia, but he's also making sure to keep her away like she's he's trying harder to keep her away but he's she's he's being nicer and respecting her talents of that more yeah but i i did notice i hadn't noticed this before this book but there's this one comment that he made towards the end that was like well exasperation didn't work so i guess i'll try flattery so he's I feel I think he's just trying a new tactic out to deal with Flavia. Like, oh, she wants to be recognized as a good detective. You're a good detective, Flavia. I don't know. That that was my interpretation of it, but 
Iya. Yeah. In a different way, like he figured out a different way than Flavia. Knowledge that only he could really get and understand. Yeah. Because uh. he used the knock and stuff and figuring out that kind of stuff, which Flavia had no way of knowing, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could have known, but it's not very likely. They just have different types of information to gain. Like, Flavia has access to bunch of houses and oh, yeah she, she knows she knows a lot of people yeah and, and because she because she's young she can talk to them without them getting suspicious well i think some i think some people are starting to catch on like in the last book sally straw was like Oh, Flavia de Luce doesn't go around talking to people in town without a specific intention in mind yeah. But I don't think they're completely caught on yet. Like, the vicar and Miss School and. I don't know. I kind of wish we saw more of Dr. Kissing in this book. Like, we saw basically from. We saw basically every character that had been introduced, like, with the exception of the murderers and the murdered. But we didn't yeah. see any of, like, Dr. Kissing and Tilda Mountjoy, although I'm not sure if she's serving time for stuff in the last book. I'm not, I don't know. I don't really say that much about that, but... Yeah. They never say what happens to the culprit from the last book. Well... Dieter said, oh, Mrs. Ingleby is doing well. Uh, well, as a, no, I mean, sorry. Like, someone asked if Mrs. Ingleby was doing well to Dieter, and he said, well, as well as she is ever going to be. So I'm assuming that she's still at Clover House Farm, despite having murdered the guy. But I don't know. Oh, wait, no, that was the second book. Wait. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, some, something different I noticed from the first three books was that there wasn't a past murder. There was just the one murder. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't like how they just suddenly found an old like book that that to be like get super expensive. Yeah, just it's just weird, and I don't think I that's not how I wanted it, and I wanted them to figure out another way to get some money. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess I also the one good thing I like about that is there's a, an emotional attachment to the book. There is so that so that makes it better. Mm-hmm. But 
he's not going to get rid of the book. It's, you learn it in like the first part, like few pages of the fifth book. He's not going to get rid of the book because it had the inscription. Oh, really? Yeah, he's, apparently the memories are more precious to him than Buckshaw. So where are they going to live? Just have to find that out. Well, the the film crew's money can hold them through. Yeah, but also, I didn't realize how big Buckshaw was until this um, um, book. I I imagine it being big, but like they described it as like even bigger than I imagined. There's like a ton of bedrooms and it's super duper. Definitely. I'm, I mean, I did grasp that it was big in the third book since Flavia could just, like, hide porcelain in her room and without anyone suspecting anything, if anything. Yeah. But. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I, I liked that her dream, she made, like, an indoor rink, a skating rink, and... Just if that was in real life, I I can I can imagine that she could be able to do that in real life. Yeah, me too. I was kind of disappointed. No one when com- it, Yeah, me too. Yeah, I was like, are you serious? Are you serious out there? Could you not think of any other way to transition the story into the story? Yeah, because it's cool. Because no one ever comes into the East Wing, so well, I guess people come sometimes, but. I, I think she, I think she could get away with flooding the portrait gallery. Yeah, I wish I lived. I wish I had lived in that big of a, of a house. I would. I didn't. I don't wish I lived with that kind of family, but I do wish I lived in that big of a house with yeah a good family. Yeah, and in a cool like old house. Yeah, old houses are pretty. I wouldn't choose to live in the East Wing, though. That sounds like a... That sounds, like, awful in the winter. No heating? Yeah, she's like, how cold it is. And I'm like, no, I don't want to be there. Why do you voluntarily choose this? Why do you choose your own demise? No, that, that's a bit melodramatic, but still. I would definitely not choose thing if it was me, but yeah. Um, all right, let's do let's do readings and predictions. Alrighty. I'm oh, I should have got up reading before I recorded. I just finished the book. Um, I'd give this one a nine out of ten because it kind of went back and did a little diversion from the pattern of the old books. Like, I don't know. Like, the entire thing took place at Buckshaw and... Yeah. I couldn't hear anything you just said because your audio was cutting out. All right. It was just like... Sorry. All right. Just, just continue on because they can hear me. 
But what did? But what was? Uh, I I just said that plot. I I liked it because it was. I liked it nine out of ten because it was a break from the pattern of the other books. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten. I'm saying you do that noise. Get it? Get predictions. This. Oh, predictions. I know that's actually. I am. Do you want to do predictions about what's going to happen? Sure. All right. I I, don't, um, I can't do predictions since I've already read it, but yeah, um, I think that I think they're gonna stay in Buckshot. Well, I don't really want them to leave because I just like I like where they live. Um, and I think someone's gonna die, and then oh oh, real quick, one thing I want to say is yeah. that. It's just getting really old that she she's always the one who finds the body. Yeah. Like, can't someone else find it? Yeah, that's, that's kind of, like, conspicuous, I guess. And it makes her, like, really suspicious. That's awesome. Flavia's sus. <laughs> but she's also not suspicious she solves all the murders. Yeah. But that also makes her kind of suspicious because she does... Uh, she could be solving, leading the police on a, on the wrong trail while she just commits all the murders. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, anyway, so 10 out of 10, wait, no, I already said that, I mean, the prediction, it's gonna be good, and, yeah. And unfortunately, and unfortunately, in real life, confirm eject is enough, so you will never know. <laughs> ah, among us. Goodbye. Yep. Goodbye. Goodbye. Wait, no. Have we been saying what book we're reading next? Oh yeah. Um, I I have. Um, the next book is speaking from among the bones. It's the fifth one. How yeah. long is the fifth one? Is it the same length as the... I, I have no idea because I have it on my Kindle and I don't judge books lengths well on a Kindle. Mm. It's 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 around whatever. Yeah. Alright, see you next time. Alright. Bye. Yep. Yeah.